Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got Ben Heron in the hot seat today. Welcome to the show, Ben. Sam, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh, man, you've been on the bullet list for a long time, and I you know, thought I'd had you on before, but you corrected me. So I'm glad to have you now, and uh, as I told you when we started, we're going to have to do a part two out of this one. Definitely can't get all the stuff we need to talk about on this one, but uh, glad to have you on the show. Um, interesting you're a local guy. Mm-hmm. You, you grew up around here. I, w- I want to first start before I forget. I want to want yeah. you to introduce your family and tell yep. them a little bit about them and what they do. So my wife Leslie, she's a uh, administrator, assistant principal at Upperman Middle School. Um, she spent her whole career there. She's, she's going to be starting her 19th year in December, and um, started as a teacher. Um, I have three kids. Uh, Drew is a senior. He plays golf. Um, Zoe. Is a sophomore. She's involved in a lot of school activities. She played soccer for a while, but she's decided to move on to other things. And uh, my daughter, uh, Miley, she plays um, volleyball and golf, and she's at all good middle school with me. Wow. How's it having your offspring at school? It's a lot of fun. You, it's, <laughs> yeah, you probably know, you know yeah. a little bit about that, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. She, uh, she went to Upman her first two years and decided to come to all good and when I moved and uh, – She's a daddy's girl, so I ain't going to complain about that. Yeah, and you've been in coaching for a long time. You, you were down at Baxter area for a long period of time, and uh, we, we won't get into that a whole lot today, but had a very successful career as a, a middle school coach at uh, Upperman Middle, mm-hmm. then moved on into high school after that, had a, a very successful number of years. Sure. And I, I think you probably like to feel that, uh, you know, Upperman's in a pretty good place right now. Uh, we we hope as former coaches down at Upperman, we we had something to do with that along the way. Mm-hmm. But really, uh, a good football team down there right now, and and you had a really good football team when you were there. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, you you come in. Uh, there was a coach between you and I when we when I took over, and uh, you know, you you had things rolling, you know, the right way. It wasn't very hard to get it kind of jump started back up. Um, but yeah, you know, you always talk, and you know, a lot of a lot of coaches sometimes will get out when you know maybe. Um, you know they're not so good or whatever, but I, you know, I always was taught and grew up, you know, to leave things better than what you found it, and uh, I hope that people see that and people appreciate that. I've, I get a feel a lot of questions to say, well, why did you leave such a good team? And you know, the timing was just right for my kids and everything in my family, and it's just you know, family's first, family's most important. So. Well, it makes a huge difference, and, and when you can go out on your own accord is is pretty big too. Yeah. Um, going out on a negative years is not very fun to have to do um but at the same time you, you did leave it in better shape than it was when you got there and that there's a lot to that job that people don't understand and it really wears on you and there's a lot of stress and you can say there's a lot of stress in most jobs yeah uh, uh, school system is a stressful job i think people sometimes maybe just think we show up at eight and leave at three fifteen, and you know not everybody thinks that i shouldn't jump to conclusions to say that but um it's it's a trust it's a tough job it's a lot of hours a lot of time you know away from your family and you you know and it's okay we we choose to invest in other people's kids and families and that's our job and we're servants and that's what we want to do and um you know i loved it it's just i need to serve a different way i want to serve a bigger purpose a bigger community um which is you know assistant principal i get to serve more students than just you know my little group of football kids and lead them i feel like i get to lead a whole school more and uh, so i'm you know very appreciative of that thank god for that and that was probably something that you know you'd wanted to do for a while is it, sometimes it's a good progression for coaches and you sometimes you see a lot of coaches in those administrative positions at different schools because they have the background of leading the team and sure. the discipline re- required to run a school so was that a natural thing for you did you think all along you wanted to do that i had my uh i had my 
a degree in leadership since 2007. So even before I became football coach at Upperman, um, I got that from Tennessee Tech. Um, I have my EDS um, in instructional leadership. So I knew at some point I probably wanted to go in administration. Um, so excited, you know, was excited about that when the opportunity came up. Dr. Winnie Ham uh, gave me my opportunity um, to do that. It was it felt like a natural fit because um, uh, I want to take leadership on the school. And like I said, you want to serve you want to serve a bigger purpose. And hopefully down the road, you know, maybe I'll have a chance to serve a bigger purpose doing something else yeah and you 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 became athletic director that's probably uh, an easy decision for uh i like to call him dr bubba uh dr bubba winningham uh how you liking that role you're still in management in the school and the athletic side how is that for you yeah uh it's it's great i mean we get to make an impact in middle school sports which is super important uh to me it's a a, a feeder so we talk about all the time about keeping kids and you know talking with coaches young coaches and and training them up you know it's a it's not junior pro where everybody gets to play but at the same time you know we want to give kids the opportunity to progress so if that means we're playing jv or we're playing varsity every kid needs the opportunity to try to play we talk about that a lot and you know and i, and I always say and i'm not trying to be ugly about it but if 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 the kid's not good enough to play for you in jv or varsity then there's no reason to keep them yeah. because it's just hurting them and they're you know and, and parents would rather you know not have to deal with the time put in uh so you know we want to develop those kids and grow them and and you know with i think uh i think it makes a big impact and i hope i hope hope i've affected some coaches lives and um you know in that way we're talking to ben heron present uh assistant principal over at all good high school former upperman high school football coach and uh ben you know when you were growing up i, I assume that you grew up in this area um give me a little bit about what it was like growing up here for you it's changed a lot and couple's getting bigger of course and baxter's getting bigger and monterey's getting bigger how was it for you when you when you grew up it was quite a bit different uh i grew up in baxter i lived there all my life um my parents my mom was from silver point my dad he went he graduated from all good high school in 1966 um, wow yeah so i get to see his picture in the, cool <laughs> i get to see his picture on the wall every day i'm down yeah. there so it is pretty cool um so yeah i grew up here um you know, went through Upperman High School, graduated in 1998. The, the graduating class was about 75. Um, so today, I think it's over 200. So a lot of growth, um, a lot of differences. We was a single-A school when I played. Uh, was fortunate enough to play in the semifinals in football when I played. Uh, fortunate enough to play in the semifinals in basketball when I played. Um, fortunate enough to play in the sub-state in baseball. So was uh, fortunate to be a part of a, a lot of good teams uh, with a lot of good teammates, a lot of good athletes. Um, got a lot of memories. That's what I think that's what sports are about. I know everybody's chasing scholarships and things like that but that's not that's not what it's about high school sports is about building relationships and friendships and and just enjoying it just soak it all in because you know college sports is work you know i'm yeah. sure your son knows that it's it's a job it's you know so you you know high school sports is fun and you know we try you know everybody says about my, my daughter all the time hey you know that's great she plays golf she can get a scholarship i said you know what that's not why we do it we do it because it's something we can do together one number two um it's something she can do all her life and number three um if, if something else comes of it then that's that's bonus yeah i love that viewpoint because you we we do see that a lot as as coaches and mm-hmm. uh as administrators now you see a, a lot of folks that are just tuned into that you know after uh, high school but you talked about when you were growing up you mentioned three teams one football one basketball one baseball that made it past you know the region to get to the substate in baseball and then what you did in basketball that that took a group of athletes that stuck together and probably most of the folks that played football that had the ability to play basketball and baseball played yeah absolutely and you don't see that a lot yeah and small schools athletes uh have to 
uh, play everything. If, if your athletes aren't playing everything, and you know, and, uh, you know, Monterey probably falls in that group a little bit. Uh, still, probably a small school. Uh, you know, I don't know that Upperman's that way anymore. It's a, it's a big, it's a pretty big size school. Um, you know, they're able to platoon more. We was able to do that when I was coaching there, um, which is great. It gives kids uh, more kids the opportunity to play, more showcase their skills, and and you know, you know, just get on the field that's what you want i mean uh i did a i think when i did my master's papers it was, it was about how extracurricular activities affect student achievement and it's amazing how much kids being involved in something after school or being involved in a club or part of a team uh, being part of a team is so important um you know not only just you know academically but also just you know how to be a good person how to be a good teammate how to work with people um it's just a valuable life skill so when did you know, you know, very early on, when did you know that sports was going to be a big part of your life? I just I loved it growing up. I watched it all the time. Watched baseball on TV. A big Reds fan. It's hard to say these days, but uh, <laughs> baseball was my love. Um, growing up, I uh, had a couple coaches, dads, uh, of, of parents, you know, kids that I was my age. Uh, Steve Randall, um, he's a – Man, he was awesome. He was just a great guy. And I can remember being 19 years old and uh, Tom Chaffin when I was 19 year old, just always encouraging. Um, just, you know, not, there's other people, not just them, but um, this really stick out my mind just how encouraging they were and made it fun. And I think sometimes in youth sports, like when you're little, um, some of that gets sucked out. And yeah. I don't know for whatever reason, but um, it was just a, it was a great experience for me. And then, um, you know, what kind of got me into coaching and doing teaching and all that other stuff was um, Rob Edwards. Coach at Salina, boys basketball. Him and my brother were best friends, and he got hired on at Jackson County Middle School or Fox Middle School. And he called my brother and said, "Hey, would you want to? Would would your brother want to come down here and coach football?" And that kind of started for me. And I just, um, you know, that's kind of where I found my niche and what I wanted to do. And um, you know, what my first love was football, but it was always baseball. But um, you know, it was just a just that, that's the path God took me down and. Um, I hope that hope that I made a difference in a few kids' lives along the way. So I did not know you started at Fox. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that's awesome. So uh, you, you get the opportunity to come back to Baxter. How, I mean, it had to be pretty special going to Upperman Middle. It was. Um, I graduated tech in 2003. Um, I went ahead and got my master's in special education and took a job. It was, it was pretty hard to get a job you know, yeah. back then. Um, so I had to go get my master's, and I got hired on a waiver because uh, I wasn't finished. Um, so I started a half a year in Jackson County. I helped, co- I helped Coach King a year of baseball down there. Um, then I went on to Macon County High School for a year, and I helped Coach Welch um, do a year of basketball there. Um, coach Dyer was a football coach back then. Um, and then um, after that, uh, Mr. Gary Lee offered me a job at Cornerstone. And I come back and to do basketball. I was hired on to do basketball, and I helped Bobby Dale do football a little bit. And um, that just kind of took over. I mean, I just he kind of you know retired and. I got the opportunity to take over there, and I was there for several years. And then the opportunity came for the high school job, and so I was excited about that. It was a passion to go back to my community and and you know want to do good in the community, want to do well for you know make them proud and and well represented. So that was kind of the, the dream. Well, you you did you definitely did a good job, just about everything, all everything you coached. So congrats on that. Appreciate that. Uh, we we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Ben Heron.
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host, Sam Brooks. Ben Heron here today talking to me. Assistant principal out there at All Good Middle School, former coach down at Upperman and various other places I've learned today. <laughs> um, ben, you know, you leave coaching and, and then you move into administration, and it, it's a whole different ball game because, you know, one of, one of the most important factors in the success of a building and the students, even in learning uh, in the building, is that principal, assistant principal, that team that you got in the culture that they build. And how different was it for you being the leader of a, of a smaller group, whether it be a football, uh, softball, or, you know, whatever you had coached in the past, and going into a, a much bigger situation? I, I believe All Good Middle has probably got around seven to 800 students right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to give the coaches the ability to do their job and let them know that I support them, um, you know, whatever that way that is. And, you know, we talk about just try to take the knowledge that I've learned over the years of doing middle school and high school and, and push that down. And, and you know as well as I do today, um, the middle school is more like high school and high school is more like college and college is more like pros. Um, so it's just it's very different uh, than it used to be. Kids are stronger, they're bigger, they're faster. Um, you know, so you we have to be teaching them the right things and, you know, about, you know, how to take care of their body. Um you know, so it's, I think it's a, it's a total athlete. I think it's, you know, like I said, it's totally changed. Um, and, you know, that's what we try to talk about. And we try to run our program through all good, like a high school athletic department. It's hard sometimes because we don't have that, you know, manpower. It's, it's harder to get coaches in middle school. Uh, it's harder to get coaches in the building. Uh, Dr. Winnie Ham uh, has done a good job of that, of getting coaches, you know, within the system in our building. So that helps with recruitment and getting kids out. Uh, middle school is just such a crucial time. It's um, – just kids are so develop, developing and just learning, and, and you know sometimes there's hard lessons. You know sometimes you have to teach them, and, and we talk about that when 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 somebody messes up. Hey, this is the time we want to punish them and make sure that they understand that you can't do this moving forward. Because if we let them get away with it in middle school, they're going to be you know, more apt to do that in high school and just think they can do whatever. But uh, so we try to you know set that foundation, lay that foundation, and and uh, you know sometimes um, sometimes we fall short. I know it's not always perfect, but we try we try our best to do that. Yeah. So you're a fellow educator, so I'm very interested in – I've asked several people um, this question or had this conversation. A lot of times being in education, you, you deal with parents a lot of times, uh, uh, even in the virtual school and the things that we do. You know, you have to you have to deal with situations that, that arise. Mm-hmm. And I hear all the time um, from folks out there, uh, some older folks, you know, maybe uh, grandpa age, some, some uh, parent age, you know, of our students and – I hear all the time, man, these kids have really changed. Now, if I get into a conversation with, I will 
I will give them my point of view mm-hmm. on that. And so I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Um, and in my opinion, um, kids don't change. You know, expectations of kids mm-hmm. change. And uh, as a parent, I'm probably as guilty of this as anybody else because you want your kids to have more than you had and have a better life than you did. So that that's probably a, a lot of reasoning. But if you throw in the amount of single parent families that exist nowadays that didn't exist before, um, you throw in the fact that 30, 35 years ago when a child went home, they probably went home to help dad work on the farm and clean some things up and do what their their chores sure. at, at home. So to me, when somebody talks about that conversation, I always tell them kids haven't changed a bit. The expectation that we give them at home is what's changed. Sure. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Uh, somebody said to me, we was talking about it at church on Sunday, because I was asking them how their school year was going. And, and you know, I said, you know, and they're like, well, it's going pretty good. He goes, really? He said, it's not really. Kids ain't changing. It's uh, it's just, you know, we don't, we don't make, we let them get away with more than what they used to, which is a lot of truth. I mean, there's a lot of times, you know, where I'm calling home and it's grandma, grandpa. It's not, you know, mom and dad. And, um, you know, that's tough when you're, you know, 50, Five, sixty, sixty-five. You raise your kids, and you're having to raise another set of kids. You know, you're you're tired. We understand that. You know, you're you've done your job. Um, so it's kind of sad. I mean, we see a lot of sad situations in schools. Um, you know, but you know, and it's funny. People have a thing about you know about calling home, and parents ninety-five, ninety-five, ninety-eight percent of the time are very supportive when we call with a problem, and um, you know, and the the two percent that's not, it's just you know, it's. You know, probably some gray area somewhere sometimes, you know, but um, um, so, you know, we're fortunate to where we live where we live. This is a great community. Um, a lot of good people in this community, uh, a lot of good supporters of the schools, um, programs. You see it on you see it um, in our school buildings every day. No um, doubt. So, you know, we're very fortunate for that. And people maybe don't realize that, but we really are. So that, you know, that that conversation turns into, you know, well, what what is the difference for you? What What, what do you mean, Sam? And I'll say, well, I'll, I'll just give you an example. In, in, in third grade, I got in trouble, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad had two rules. Uh, the first rule was the teacher's always right, and rule number two was if the teacher's ever wrong, see rule number one. <laughs> same and rules that, I had. That was it. Yeah, same rules I had. And so I got in trouble. I don't even remember what I did, but it was bad enough to get yeah. spanked and go to the office. And um, next thing I know, uh, before I get out of the office, my dad's walking in. And he shut the door in the principal's office, took off his belt, and spanked me right there again. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't, hey, what did you do in class to get in trouble? Or no, my child wouldn't do that. It was, all right, you got in trouble, you're in a bad situation, and this is the penalty. Right. To me, that's what's changed. Sure, I, it has. I don't know that's, uh, you know, everybody has their, you know, philosophies on, on that and stuff. And that's what happened to me, um, you know. Um, so, you know, I tell parents all the time, my daughter's in eighth grade. I feel like it's a very impressionable time. And, you know, well, I live about 30 minutes from all good. So I live in Baxter still. Um, so we drive in every morning, drive home just about every afternoon. And, uh, so we have those conversations. <laughs> we have conversations about, you know, just talking about, you know, stay out of drama. Don't be, be nice to everybody. If you get anything nice to say, don't be saying it all. That's probably some pretty good time right there. We, uh, man, it's, she don't realize it. it's like that song, you know, she thinks we're just fishing, but we're sitting there, you know, <laughs> you've heard that song before, but, uh, you know, it is, it's, it's I'll, I'll miss that next year when she goes to high school and it's just, uh, but we, we, we try to make it valuable time or we'll, sometimes it's fussing and sometimes, sometimes it's, yeah. uh, but a lot of times it's just good conversation and, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful and blessed for that. So uh, I'm sure there's been some, uh, 
some coaches, some teachers along the way that have helped mold you, mm-hmm. um, that have made a difference at some point in your in your young career? Who stands out in your mind that that really helped you along the way? Um, you know, Coach Bukela a lot, and you know, he passed a few years ago. Um, I was thought a lot of Coach Bukela. It was kind of a sad day when I went that day because it was, you know, you don't think of people getting old and just you know think he's gonna live forever, and uh, so it's a pretty sad day for me. Um, I, had, a lot of I got to deliver his eulogy that day, and, it yeah, was, yeah. and you know I'm nowhere. I, I knew him because I coached football and had to spend some time with him while he was at the golf course. Yeah, uh, nowhere near the relationship that you had. He's gr- what a great man. Yeah, uh, I just I appreciated what he did for me. He was you know it was it was different. It wasn't you know it wasn't the father son type thing, but it was just right. you, still, you still pick up lessons and learn. I still had a lot of sayings I remember hearing him say. <laughs> uh, just through the not years. all of them good. <laughs> well, they were all pretty some pretty good stories. I, I just you know I just. I thought a lot of him. Coach Maynard was, you know, big in football and for me. And most people don't know this. I only I only played three years of football. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't play when I was a kid. Back wow. football wasn't very good. Uh, not the, you know back in the days, um, we struggled some. I'm not saying I shouldn't say it wasn't very good. Just had some struggles. Um, but um, you know, so I did. I didn't play a lot of sophomore in high school. Coach Maynard came, and I was I was sitting on the tennis courts over there behind the football field, and we was playing wiffle ball. Of course, he comes over. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Play, play plays football. So I was like, well, okay. So that's my, all it took. <laughs> my, my uncle, that's me, my uncle and him, they taught me into it. And uh, so I, it, was, it was a learning curve for me. I wish I could go back and, you know, I wish I would have played. I just, that's so people who think football is bad for you to play when you're young. I disagree. I, I feel like if you have the right coaches who are teaching you the correct techniques and keeping your kids safe, um, I feel like it's very beneficial to learn how to take a hit, to learn how to – uh, you know, play through some injury, play through some. I think it's, I think it's super important um, in my mind. Um, so I wish I'd have had that. I was, if I could go back and play again, and do it over. I mean, it would be different. I, I think know. that definitely is a key to younger age is making sure that that person who's leading it's doing yeah. the right, you know, tackling the right sure. way and all of those things. And if not, maybe it, maybe it may step not out. be as good. Yeah, yeah. Step away. I mean, if it, if you see somebody not doing something, I mean, nobody wants to quit. And you never teach right. quit kid to quit. But at that age, when you're when they're young, if you see something that's you know, because if somebody takes that one good hit, which you may get it, but, you know, you don't want to get them gun shot for the rest of their life. Exactly right. So we're talking to Ben Heron, um, principal over at All Good Middle School. And, Ben, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host, Sam Brooks, got Ben Heron in the hot seat today. Former coach down at Upperman High School, assistant principal over at All Good Middle School. Ben, when we left to go to break, we were we were talking about your athletic career. I want to transition a little bit into, you know, what you're doing now. You spend a lot of time on, on the coaching fields and got a lot out of it. We chronicled your time down at Upperman High School and the success that you guys had down there. Um, that led you to your your job now as a, an assistant principal at All Good Middle. What does the future hold for you? Well, I'm currently in a campaign running for uh, Register Deeds in Putnam County. Awesome. Very excited about that, to uh, get to get out and meet people, um, see new faces. I've met some incredible people on this journey so far. Um, I'm looking for the opportunity to, you know, do this because I want to be able to serve. You know, we talked earlier about serving and serving families and serving students. And, you know, I want to serve more families. I want to serve all of Putnam County. Um, and this would be a great way to do that. Um, so super excited about the opportunity for that was you know elections on november 8th so early voting here in about four weeks um so just you know i I just hope that the you know people turn out and you know and 
support and you know and just want to work hard for the for those citizens and and do the best i can to you know make putnam county grow and continue just to grow and improve so i mean i'm like being a native here living here uh i want to see it do its best and i was kind of you know just same thing as when we in teaching you know you want to do see the kids grow and and flourish and you know i just you know have the heart i have a servant's heart i've always wanted to serve i've served families for over 20 something years since i've been an adult so I just hope that i can you know take that to that office and you know build relationships within the within the community and uh, you know just raise the level of that of that office to um you know what build upon what mr burris did and his yeah. family um just uh, be a be a it'd be a, a true blessing to serve all the people in Butler county it, it seems like the transition you know all that we've talked about from growing up in baxter you know to where you are right now um it's been about serving you know people you you, you don't go into teaching uh number one unless you like kids and number two, unless you want to help kids. Sure. And, and you've gone from uh, small communities, if you will, at, at the schools that you've coached at uh, Fox down at uh, uh, Jackson County and then a little bit Macon County. And then you come back to the middle school. Mm-hmm. And each time you've made a step, it appears like you moved into a bigger population, sure. you know, to serve a few more students, whether it be a football team, a softball. Yeah. I know you coached softball there for a little while. Uh, uh, and, and then now going to a school, a middle school of 800 plus, and, and then now what you're wanting to do is register the deeds would, would give you the opportunity to serve a, a lot more people across the whole county. Absolutely. And it's, it's a super important job, um, you know, just making sure that things are organized as I was especially a teacher. So I'm no I'm paperwork's no, uh, <laughs> you know, I know, I know all about paperwork and making sure everything's organized and, you know, all our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed, um, I'm super excited about that. Um, I feel like there's some um, advances that we could do in the office to make it, you know, a little more up to date. Um, so, you know, I'd be, you know, be willing to, you know, it's just like coaching. I mean, anytime you take a job in a leadership role, first of all, you got to build relationships and have a culture inside that office that's going to be positive. So when people come in that door, they want to see a smiling face. They want to be, you know, just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the situation. You got to, if somebody's mad, it's just a job. It's our job to serve you and do the best we can. Um, to make you know, you don't make everybody happy, but you know, um, that's what it's about. You know, so that's that'd be the first step, and then it's then it's you know, what do we do to raise you know that office just like a sports program to be the best in the state? That's what everybody shoots for. Everybody's shooting for that number one, the the goal ball or the you know the goal football at the end of the day. And you know, for us, it'd be to you know move that office to be one of the top in the state, and whatever that takes to do that, you know, we're going to put the hard work in, and um, you know, just just hope to get the opportunity to you know show you know where i may lack in some experience on things it's it's leadership it's a proven leadership i've you know led teams i've led you know um schools of teachers and you know it's just so um just you know really look forward to that opportunity um and just hope i can be that your next register deeds on november 8th you know i think experiences you know the experiences uh that other people may bring to that same situation i, I don't know how you would consider yourself not prepared you know with what you've done uh leading people in groups and teams and you know all of those things that that all lends itself to what that job will take and you mentioned one thing earlier uh in the show uh that stood out to me is about relationships creating relationships and it would seem to me if you're in a position like that that serves the county that relationships probably are going to be the number one thing you can do absolutely absolutely you know and i've always been that type of guy and uh, you know, I know it's hard. I know, you know, it's, sometimes people have a hard time getting places or doing things. And I know how, you know, government offices work and things like that. You know, 
um, I, you know, I was always, a, I try to always be accessible and available I mean, because people have things and, you know, if, um, and you know, you don't, I think it's like you sit there and blast your phone and let it blow up all the time. But you know, every now and then if somebody needs something, you know, you reach out, you call, you be available because people need help and that's what we're here for. And you know, it may be, you know, Hey, can I get this on Monday morning? Or could you have that ready for me by so-and-so? And, you know, and that's, it's, that's our job to serve you and help you. We work, we work for the people of Putnam County, you know, not for me, uh, you know, people in that office don't work for me. They would work for, you know, the, all the citizens of Butler County. That's, that's uh, you know, it's important. And that's when we're in school, just like, you know, you know, Sam, uh, uh, you know, we make we make decisions in schools based on students, not on teachers, not on parents. So we truly try to do what's best for students. And, you know, and that's and with the opportunity came to have that job, we're going to make decisions in that office that best serve every citizen of Putnam County um, to the best of our ability. Awesome. So you in your spare time, <laughs> in your spare time, you mess around with a little radio and you're with Rafferty Cleary here on the very own News Talk 94.1 that uh, that we're on right now. So uh, how how did you get into doing it? I know, you know, as a guy that plays sports all your life, that probably kind of drew you back in there. But uh, yeah, Marsha, Marsha reached out to me uh, last year and said, hey, would you want to do some uh, radio? I didn't know at the time I was going to be what I'd be doing. I didn't know if we was going to do game of the weeks, if we was going to do how we was going to do that. But, um, you know, we got on the – me and Rafferty do the high school slot. Um, so every seven, every night about 7 o'clock on Friday nights, you tune in, listen to us. Sometimes we have some fun and hope hope we're, hope we're good. Um, but we um, – it's been a lot of fun. It's uh, been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. It's kind of a way to connect in football, to get to talk some uh, some strategy, um, get to see some good – I got to see some good football players over the last uh, – you know, I guess this is my – 14th or 15th game coming up so it's been it's been a lot of fun you got to see a lot of the, of the teams from around this area and get to know them a little bit better and, and uh we'll touch on cookville first because it is the you know the, the play-by-play of the cookville high school games that, that you guys do um coach hennigan new this year on the heels of uh, jimmy maynard you know trying to, to to build a foundation for that school that's going to last a little while you've been there you've had to do that before so what what are you seeing at, at Cooble High School? Uh, I'm seeing good leadership, good direction. He's really young. I I got the opportunity to uh, feed the team last Friday afternoon. Um, uh, kids are so super respectful. Um, they look you know they look good, good and strong. So they've been in the weight room hitting the weights. Um, and I, I kind of got to speak to the team a second. I said, guys, I said I don't care, don't don't stack up wins and losses. I said the things your coaches are doing are building a foundation they're doing the right things they're telling you the right things don't listen to the outside noise i said do what these coaches are telling you to do um because they really are and i know sometimes it's easy you know everybody wants instant success right uh, and they and they do have good players and it just it just it just takes time and it takes time you know they got to get their their system in and uh, and then you know it's hard to it's hard to take in when you know 10 football games in a season when you've had six months of preparation right and then you go play teams like lebanon who Chuck's been there, I think, five or six years. Yeah, Chuck, formerly at Cookville High School, yeah. with Jimmy Maynard as the offensive coordinator. Now, yeah. Lebanon did doing a fine job down there. He is really the you know the culmination of his work is really paying dividends now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, my, my first year I took over, we had nineteen kids in spring practice. Um, so it was you know we had our freshmen, we had to have them in for spring. So when the freshmen came in, we had only like thirty nine kids. So I mean, you talk about trying to win football games, mm-hmm. uh, we was fortunate to win four that year. Yeah. And um, you know it was it was it was tough. Had a lot of ups and downs, but you know the the thing you watch is you, if you want to know the real true beat of a program, and you know this, Sam is um, 
watch the kids. Are they playing hard? Are they competing? Right. Are they playing to the whistles? Are they are they are they finishing games even when the score is maybe a little offsided? And you know, this year that's what I've seen. Um, and last you know last week was a huge night, just a tons of records being shattered all over the field. So that, it was a fun game in White County. Another very good team in this area. Yeah, they uh, struggled a little bit defensively, um, but offensively Malachi Dow is just a phenomenal back. He, he's something to watch if you if you get a chance to watch him. Just the knowledge a lot of football smarts uh following blockers and just finding the right time to squeeze through holes he's just you can't get a good hit on him he's just mm-hmm. he's just a phenomenal talent around here yeah he he definitely is leading that team and uh, i think a high point for Cookville in, in that game was the they did actually score some points and and uh that had to give them a little bit of confidence going into the next game yeah absolutely i, I always liked mace thompson at quarterback i've always felt like he's He's the real deal as far as throwing the football and, you know, be able to manipulate the pocket. He's sometimes, you know, not quite as mobile as you'd like for him to be. You know, I don't mean not as mobile, but, like, he's really good in the pocket, just don't scramble as much. He's not a scramble quarterback. Yeah. Uh, which sometimes, you know, helps you a little bit, but that's just not his MO. Right. But he's really good at what he does. And uh, he had a, broke several school records last week. Um, completions, yards, I mean, touchdowns, just, um, you know, pretty old records 20 year records you know 10 you know 15 year 20 year records so uh, it was fun to watch uh presley jared i think broke receiving records mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot there's a lot of talent on there and, and uh just uh just i wish them the best you know i do i know it's tough but you know kids like i said kids playing hard and enjoyed it we, we've both been there we know it is tough but that's what builds that character and creates that foundation you know for what they will want that program to be so we could wish them luck. Got one more team. We'll, we'll talk about that. You've seen the the, the OBs. You know, you've coached down there. I've coached down there. Uh, Coach Kane is doing a, a fantastic job with that team, and uh, they're they're really good again this year. Uh, took their first loss last week to a very good team. So to talk about the bees when you saw them a little bit. Yeah, when I saw them, like it was uh, very physical. That's, that matches Coach Kane's mo. Uh, very physical, very defensive minded. Uh, he uh, he coached at Sanford back in the day, I think. Uh, defensive coach, Coach Cortland Fittigan. If you remember him, Titans fans remember him. Coach Kane coached him. Um, so very tough minded defensively. Um, offensively, you know, they kind of uh, you know they they do well in the running game. Um, passing game, they you know short quick game and things. Uh, very solid team. I expect them to be make a deep run in the playoffs again this year. Yeah, there's no doubt, Ben. Pleasure talking to you, man. We're gonna have to get you back in for part two and talk about a little bit more about high school football when when you were down there. But appreciate you coming in the last minute, taking the time to get down here, and good luck on the election on November second, eighth. Uh, oh, November eighth. I'm yep. sorry, it's November eighth. Okay. We wish you luck there and, and continued success and everything you do. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate you.